coffee cozy yeah let's go welcome back to another did i miss anything mother's day edition is it though not re- um well no so it is mother's day today in the u.s may 8th um so happy mother's day to all of the all of the mothers listening all the ones of mothers um yeah you know whatever um my name is lewis with me as always is heather hi and we didn't do a show last week no we just did it we just i think we were busy i don't remember but we did we're back this week in full force with a movie that i'm surprised neither one of us have seen me especially because i'm a big fan of the main actor in the movie that we saw this week that movie being the 98 classic truman show Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um the truman show starring jim carrey uh, I think it's one of the very few Jim Carrey movies I have not seen. So Heather and I last night decided, why not watch The Truman Show? Because it turns out Heather has also not seen it. I have not. I mean, I know the general gist of it. Yeah. And I've seen clips and stuff, so but yeah, I've never actually watched some it. Some of us... Like, so- I knew what was happening the entire time. Like, you know? Yeah, like, I understood what the movie's about. I just never saw it. Yeah. So for those who don't know, much like... Actually, I don't think anyone... I'm pretty sure everyone is familiar with The Truman Show. But for those who are not, The Truman Show follows the story of this guy, Truman Burbank, played by Jim Carrey. And it's basically just a reality show about his life that he doesn't know he's in. So he lives in this fake town that's built inside this dome where everyone is basically like an actor, an extra, a crew member. They're all working on this show, putting it together, filming it, whatever. Truman is the only one that doesn't know. So to him, this is his reality. Um, Everyone else kind of knows that it's not. And it's like the number one rated show, I think, globally. Um, Everyone watches it. And I think it's the only thing that people watch. Because it's it's, it's on 24 hours a day. It's on 24-7. And we come to find that in the movie, it's coming up on the 30th anniversary of the show. So So I guess he's turning 30. No, because they didn't start filming like, I don't, did he? Well, I'm pretty sure they he's the what's his face I guess. the director yeah. said that he saw his birth. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. they like physically they picked him because yeah. he was I guess his parents put him up for adoption or something like that, right? Wasn't he like yeah? So he was so he was orphaned. When yeah, he was so a child? Truman was okay. uh he was he was born but he was unwanted. So I guess his parents put him up for adoption and then he somehow ended up being adopted. I think so. The guy that created the show, his name is Kristoff. Um, played by Ed Harris. Played by Ed Harris. And at one point, he's doing, like, an interview with Harry Shearer, who plays, like, a TV news reporter in the show. And Ed Harris tells him, or Kristoff tells him that uh, Truman was unwanted as a child, so his parents put him up for adoption. He ended up being adopted by, like, some corporation or something, and and in turn, like, adopted by the world because of the show, and everybody fell in love with his story because he's, like, an everyman and all of that. So... Truman, uh, upon the 30th anniversary of the show, starts realizing that there's some funny stuff going on because one day he walks out and a stage light falls down right in front of his house. So he's like looking up at the sky, he doesn't see anything, and then he turns on the radio and like the guy on the radio who of course is in on it is like, oh, debris was falling off of a plane, that's totally what that was if you saw something fall. Um, And then Truman was like, oh yeah, that totally explains it. And then little things start coming up where he starts, he starts believing that like, the world for some reason or at least this little town is revolving around him so throughout the entire series Kristoff uh has 
in order to keep Truman from exploring and finding out that he's living in like this fake reality, he basically comes up with all these stories to uh, make him, I don't know if he made him afraid of traveling, but he heavily influenced him to not travel. So one of the big things is later on in the movie, we find out that Truman's father died in, um, or we're led to believe that Truman Truman's father died in a boating accident. They were out on a boat one day. There was a storm. His dad fell overboard. He drowned, and then that's how Truman became uh, an orphan, I guess. No, his mom is still alive. Or his mom is still. But his I don't parents know. But are his, his real it? parents. But they those are up. his real parents. No, his the parents in the in the movie are not his real parents. Not his like biological parents, but his they, adopted parents. They he grew up with them. I mean, right. but I mean they've been. It's we. It's just like a mind trip, mind fuck because they've been acting the whole time, but they yeah. were, but they were still his parents because they raised him. Right. So, so, I, 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 so his father. So I don't know if they actually loved him or not. Like that's. Yeah, like, I don't know. So I don't know how that works. So I would pers- assume they did because they raised him. The person playing his father uh, apparently drowned in this boating accident, but and ever, didn't. And, but didn't really because he was and an then, actor. Right, and then ever since Truman has been afraid of water, so. So he doesn't sail. Like, even his wife, like, is an actress. Yeah, so, yeah. But they, like, bang. Like, it's weird. Like, they, they, like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So Truman's always talking about wanting to go to Fiji. Um, and the reason for that is because, again, Kristoff can't prepare for, like, all of the choices. Because ultimately, Truman is... He has... He does have free will. So Kristoff can't prepare for, like, all of the things he's going to do. So another part of the movie, they show uh, Truman in college, and he ends up falling in love with like one of the extras. But he's supposed to fall in love with the woman that eventually does become his wife, played by Laura Linney. Uh, his wife's name is Meryl, and uh, but he falls in love with this extra named Sylvia, and then they run off one night, and like Sylvia is telling him about how like everything is fake and all this, and then Truman's like, what? What are you talking about? And then someone pretending to be Sylvia's father comes in and is like, oh no, she's not well. Uh, she has like, um, uh, like a, a mental, she's schizophrenic. Uh, yeah, schizophrenic, and she uh, like whatever she says is she she like doesn't know what she's saying. She's on medication and, 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 and so they drive her away. She's gone from the show. We never see her again. And then Truman never forgot about her. He's always remembering. Uh, he always remembered her, and he's always like tearing out uh, pictures from like women's fashion magazines to like make a collage of her face. Which is kind of creepy. Uh, it is kind of creepy, but it's very endearing. Sort of. Yeah. And uh, his father, uh, or Sylvia's, the person pretending to be Sylvia's father is like, oh no, we're moving away from here. We're going to Fiji. And that's basically how they essentially, I guess, like write her off the show. And then one day Truman bumps into the guy that played his dad, who is now posing as a beggar. And Truman recognizes him instantly because he recognizes his eyes and he's like, dad? And then as he says dad, there's like these two other guys who I guess are like also extras or like wranglers on the show they're undercover they go in and they rush to to get truman's dad out of there and they basically card him off the show so they they basically just make sure that truman doesn't really ever have the desire to leave and whenever he talks about traveling like his friend noah 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 emmerich is his friend he uh he keeps he's always telling him like oh why would you ever want to leave this town uh, the town that they live in is called Sea Haven they're like Sea Haven's great like I've been all over the world he hasn't he's just an actor but he says with his job he's traveled and he's like oh but nothing's ever as good as Sea Haven so they always they always basically try to shoot down any any thoughts of Truman wanting to explore as the movie continues Truman starts to piece together that something's definitely off everybody's in on this thing that 
for some reason he is unaware of. So he grabs Meryl one day and he's like, hey, let's just take a trip right now. And he locks her in the car. They start driving down the road and all of a sudden there's like a bunch of traffic. And Truman's like, huh, that's weird that all this traffic just appeared out of nowhere. So they pull back. They do a couple circles around a little roundabout that they have in town. Truman goes down the same road a few minutes later and sure enough, the traffic's all cleared. Um, so now Truman is aware that like someone or something is happening in this like town and everyone is in on it, but him. So he starts realizing that he, if, if as long as he keeps doing things that are out of the ordinary for him, obviously everyone on the show can't predict what he would do next. So the one thing he does that no one plans on is sailing because he's terrified of water. So he disappears. Kristoff has everybody in the show like looking for him and they're all uh, they're all outside like holding hands with flashlights making sure they like cover every part of this set. And then he also breaks the day night cycle by having the sun come out earlier than it should have to make everything easier because it lights up the entire studio so they can see. And they find Truman sure enough via like some camera somewhere uh on a boat and so he's sailing on the boat and now Kristoff can also control the weather inside of this dome so he makes this huge storm uh truman almost dies he doesn't though he reaches the end of the dome touches out realizes that there's a wall there and he's like what is going on so he starts walking along the edge of the dome finds these stairs go goes up the stairs and he finds a door as he's about to walk through the door Ed Harris starts talking to him as if he were like God. And he was like, Hey Truman. And he does the whole thing. And Truman's like, who are you? And Kristoff explains this whole thing to him. Like, I'm the one that created this world that you're living in. I essentially, uh, everything that you see and have experienced, I basically made, but it's no different than the real world, except here you're like much safer in all of this. Um, Truman is like in complete disbelief. Cause I mean, he essentially had his free will taken from him kind of um and he wasn't allowed to like explore the world or anything like that and uh Kristoff ultimately gives him the choice like yeah you can leave or you can stay uh because you're like the most famous actor on the face of the planet and Truman stops for a bit he says a catchphrase that he says throughout the entire uh throughout the entire movie when he greets his neighbors every morning he says um he says good morning and if I don't see you uh good afternoon good evening and good night is that from this movie or is that from something else and they stole it i only i i've only heard it in this movie uh, i've heard that but i didn't know if it was from this movie or if it was from or something else i'm assuming it's from the I've no, i don't think i've heard it anywhere oh, else yeah, fair enough. um so he says that catchphrase he takes a bow walks out the door um sylvia who we find out is part of this movement to like free truman because there are people in the real world that are like this is wrong you can't just do this to a person you can't lie to them about their entire life and where they live and all this stuff. So she's rushing down the stairs of her apartment to go meet him, presumably. And then everybody like around the world is super happy that he like found out that this was all fake and he like made his exit. So everyone, everyone watching is like rejoicing. And then the movie ends with like one, uh, they keep cutting to like people watching the show throughout the movie. One of them is a, uh, like these two security guards and the one guy goes like, what else is on? And then they just like change the channel and that's the end of the movie. Um, I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was interesting. Um, I wouldn't say that I missed much with it. I definitely think it was one of Jim Carrey's 
best movie, better movies, I should say. Yeah. Um, but I liked it a lot. It was good. I mean, I think I missed something in the fact that, like, I should have seen it when it came out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I yeah. also, like, reading up about this movie, I didn't realize how popular it was. So right now it currently holds a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. They made it for $60 million, which was apparently $20 million than what they were expecting to make it for, and it ended up grossing $264 million. Well, I mean, that was at the height of Jim Carrey's... Um, like, yeah, right? this, yeah, because this movie was 98. Right after Pet Detective. Yeah, yeah so this is and... out after the Ace Venturas, after The Mask. Yeah. I think this is before Cable Guy, though. I think Cable Guy was 99. Um, well, Cable Guy wasn't a huge hit, I don't think. I thought it was all right. What, Cable Guy? Cable no, Guy? No, I liked it. I'm just saying I don't think it was, like, a massive hit, though. Um, but yeah, and this movie went on. It was, like, nominated for a bunch of awards. It was nominated for Oscars. It didn't win any of them. Mm. Um, I think I was looking, a lot of the awards it won were like a lot of critic critics awards and it, it did win a couple of golden globes. Um, Jim Carrey won for best actor in a motion picture, the golden globe Ed Harris won best supporting actor and, uh, Burkhard Dahlwitz and Philip Glass won for best original score. Nice. So they did win, they did win some, some pretty, pretty big name awards. I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I think... It's one of those, I, I don't know if it, I guess, can you also consider this like a cult classic? Um, Even though it was popular? Because I feel like the Truman I Show. I would say no. No? You no. still can't, it doesn't oh, I mean, count? Oh, I cult classic, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's not popular at the time, and then it becomes, becomes popular? kind of popular. Or there has a small, but like, ferocious following. Okay. Like those, um, Dawn of the, not Dawn of the, no, Evil, what are those like? Resident Evil? No. Shaun of the Dead? Evil Dead or Dead... Uh, what are those movies, hold on. The Purge? Yeah, the, those Evil Dead movies are like 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 B-rated like horror movies, but people love them. They, All right. Yeah, with that actor. What's that actor's name? Bruce Campbell. I don't know who that, you is. Know who that is. No, he's like a B-list actor, but like he's in these all these movies and people love him. They keep making them. There's like 13 of them or something. Okay. Um, and another fun fact on that note, because yeah. I just saw Roger Ebert at the time apparently gave this movie a perfect four-star score um, and compared it to Forrest Gump, oh, all right. claiming claiming that the film had the right amount, the right balance of uh, comedy and drama. Nice. So there's that. Okay. Um, I will say, though, Jim Carrey sleeping on his dramatic performances. I don't think anyone he's, is because he's always been a good dramatic actor. Yeah, but he's always done more comedies well, than yeah, he has dramas. Yeah, but he's done it. I mean, have you ever seen Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind? I have not. I do want to watch that you movie, should, though. That's the one you should watch. I saw him. That's a great performance by him. The one really dramatic one that I saw him in was uh, the one, 23, the number 23. That I've never seen. Oh, he's like obsessed with the number 23. No, um, he's pretty good in that. The movie yeah. the movie's kind of lame, but Jim Carrey's pretty good in it. Um... So yeah, so that was the Truman Show. Uh, after watching it, I considered my own reality. I started thinking about my own reality and whether or not this is all fake. It must be what like being religious feels like. How so? Like you think a guy a, a guy in the sky made everything, and like controls everything you do. You know what I mean? Not everything you do, but like you have free will, obviously. But like he still, but you still think that that you still think God controls like your life oh. like you let you like when something happens to you like oh don't worry god will take care of it you know what I mean? that type of that type of thing which i don't get because that doesn't make sense to me but that's fair you know what i mean um it's like let's put it in god's hands you know what i mean like that type of things like mm. it's got or it's god's will if you get cancer that's because god wanted you to have cancer or something like that you know what i mean i don't i just don't get that but that must be what it's like got it you know what i mean um 
It's probably what it's a metaphor for, no? Well, like, were, I mean, there's the guy, I mean, he eventually talks to the, to the guy in the sky. Like, yeah, so there was, so <clears throat> some of the themes in the movie, they talk about like, there's like a psychoanalysis interpretation of the movie, and then there's like a religious interpretation of the movie. Um, and they talk about like, in, in the movie, there's um, a scene with a bridge that I guess connects Sea Haven to, I don't know, like the next town or whatever, because Sea Haven's an island. And uh, Jim Carrey's terrified, or Truman's terrified of going over the bridge because he can't go over water. He's terrified of water. And so, like, one of the religious interpretations I read was, like, that's um, that's kind of like a metaphor between, um, like, the bridge with, like, Moses and God and stuff like that. Oh, I don't know. Like, um, I, don't, I'm not, I don't know anything about that. Like, the bridge between Moses and God in What's the book the of Moses. Moses? Well, I don't know the I guess between the bri- Moses and God. Guess- Isn't Moses a, a Jewish Figure? Yeah, but God gave him the uh, the commandments, uh, and like that's that's supposed to be like the bridge. That's what one of the religious interpretations mm-hmm. is that I'm reading right now. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a comparison to the book uh, Utopia by Thomas More. That uh, I guess in the I've never read the book, but from what I'm reading now, it's the book is about an island that only has one entrance and one exit. So kind of like how there's only one way in and out of the dome. I guess yeah. Um, All right. It also made me think if at some point, especially in today's day and age, and with CGI being what it is, if this would actually ever happen, like if someone in Hollywood were to think, hey, you know the Truman Show? Let's do that for real. Let's just take a baby, make this whole fake studio set, and see what happens. I mean, well, it's also weird because I don't understand. The the, the town they live in seems like it's in like, the 60s or the 50s or something like that yeah that was another thing i didn't but get it's either it's definitely well present day 98 yeah but yeah. in the outside world yeah but in the dome it's very much like 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 his... because there's no like internet right like he, they're like you know what i mean yeah so like, like that wouldn't happen i don't know if, if it happened today they would have to make a town that's, that's yeah true. in the you know when there was no internet right yeah. because then he would figure it out and like, right away and and truman's best friend noah is a vending machine like he's the guy that refills vending machines which i don't think i mean i'm I'm pretty sure it's still a profession today but not one that you could very well support a family on no you can can you for filling vending machines you think think you can all right never mind i mean you can't i mean it's hard nowadays to you know you don't make enough money doing anything that's true That's a fair point. If you're point. a working class person. That's a fair point. No one pays a fair wage, but yeah. that's not what this podcast is about. It is not. <laughs> we'll get into that. So, but. The Truman Show. Very good movie. If you've seen it, yeah. watch it again. I say, It's yeah. worth a rewatch. Jim Carrey at one of his finest, finest performances, I would yeah, say. Yeah, he's pretty good in it. Yeah, I can't believe it took me this long to watch this movie. I can't believe you haven't seen Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. That's even better. That's better than this. You want to watch that today? We can watch that today. We'll make some popcorn. We can we'll watch that. that today. I'm in. Done. Let's do it. Yeah. So Kate Winslet's in it. She's really good too. Kirsten Dunst is in it. Oh, the Dunst is in it. Sold. Yeah. She's from New Jersey, by the way. Is she really? I'm pretty sure. I didn't know that. She's from Point Pleasant or something. I could see that. That tracks. <laughs> does it? Does it that track? Tracks. She she gives like that kind of vibe. I mean, she probably lived there for like ten years of her life because she yeah. started acting pretty young. Probably that, moved to L.A. That tracks. But, anyway. Um. So we're going to make some popcorn. I'm going to go watch Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Okay. Yeah, let's watch it. It's a good movie. So we're going to do that, and that'll be it for this week. Yeah, that's it. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. Sure. 
give us some ratings, reviews, so you can give us some suggestions on what we could watch and listen to next, because we also do discuss albums on here. And um, TV shows. And TV shows, which we're, we're, we're going to start one. We we're going to start one. Time. No, we are, we're really going to start one. It's just, again, the TV shows take us a while to get through. But we are going to start one. Oh, and speaking of TV shows, um, something I forgot to mention, uh, we discussed Flight Attendant on this show a few months back. Mm-hmm. Uh, season two started up again. Heather and I have been watching that. It's very good. So if you haven't seen yeah. if you haven't seen season one of Flight Attendant, I don't want to like spoil stuff, but if you haven't seen season one of Flight Attendant, check that out. Check out season two. Kaylee Cuoco, also very good in that. I think she's a good actress. She's a good actress, actually. You would think she wasn't because, I mean, Big Bang Theory was a good show, but like, I'm, on, I don't think the acting was like. She was also on Eight Simple Rules for Dating yeah. My Teenage Daughter. She was actually re, um, the uh, fill-in for that because originally it was Megan Fox. Oh, was she? Yeah, Megan um, Fox was the original why older they, daughter. Why did they fire her? Uh, I don't think they fired her. I think Megan Fox just started doing the Transformers movies, and she was like, I'm making Transformers money now, so... I'm not going to do this anymore. Screw this TV show. Mm. I think. I'm pretty sure. Um, but anyway, we've digressed. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. That'll Please. help us out a lot. Yeah, do that. And then uh, give us some suggestions on what we could watch and listen to next. And be sure to check out The Truman Show. I know it's like, what is it, 24 years too late, but, you know, better late than never. So we'll see you next week, and be excellent to one another. Bye.